Welcome to the Commuter Corner, the best podcast to get everything you need to know for the safest and quickest commute onto the campus of Montclair State University. Hello and welcome to the Commuter Corner. This podcast is a collaboration between the Office of Commuter Life and 90.3 WMSC, Montclair State's on-campus radio station. My name is Antonio Talamon. On this podcast, learn how you can watch the movie Lady Bird on campus, how to get tickets to a Mets game, and get the ins and outs of registration with a very special guest. I want to first thank everyone who participated during last week's Commuter Life Appreciation Week. We had a blast every single day of the week despite the weather, and we look forward to doing it again in September, bigger and better as we always, always do. I want to start off with reminding anyone out there who is interested in being a mentor, we have a brand new commuter assistance mentorship program we talked about in the last podcast, but the deadline is coming up on April 20th, so we want to make sure you go on there and apply before uh, it closes, and you're also going to need two recommendation letters, so you want to make sure you have the time to do that. To apply, you can head straight to our Hawksane page for the brand new application and it's going to be very competitive, so make sure you take the time to fill that out. And it is a paid position. And if you don't remember, you're basically going to be matched up with first-year students at orientation, and you're going to be their contact person. So basically, the person you wish you had your first year. All right. So moving right along, for me, spring only starts when I hear the bats cracking and the leather snapping for the start of baseball season so you can now go see the Mets as they take on the Brewers this Friday thanks to Campus Rec you can get your tickets for only $20 which includes transportation and if you've ever gone to City Field you know it takes it costs you more than that to just get there whether you're driving or taking the train so you get that with the ticket and you can go ahead and purchase that at the Rec Center at the main desk or you can call 973-655-3340 Make sure you get those. And even if you're not a Mets fan, it's just a really great experience. The stadium is beautiful, and uh, they got some really great spots to eat as well. So good way to enjoy the beautiful weather once it gets here. Also, this weekend, you can watch the 2018 Oscar-nominated film Lady Bird on Friday and Saturday in University 1010 starting at 8 p.m. If you've never heard of it, Lady Bird is about a teenager who is navigating a loving but turbulent relationship with her strong-willed mother over the course of an eventful senior year of high school. It's a fantastic film that is filled with great acting and character development. Good way to kind of uh, take the weekend, relax, not think about anything else for two hours, which is going to be really important to you, uh, to your success. And again, that's Friday and Saturday starting at 8 p.m. Thanks to Weekends and Montclair. And what's great is that you can bring a friend, family that do not need to be Montclair students. So you can bring them along. And of course, as always, free popcorn will be served. And as you may know, we are winding down to the last few weeks. And with that also means the season of registration. And so to give you some fun tips and tricks, we have Rob Schneider here, one of the advisors from the advising office here with us. How you doing, Rob? Hey, pretty good. How you doing, Antonio? Thanks for having me on the show. Thank you for being here. So this is your almost your busiest time. It's coming up yep. real soon. And the first question I have for you is, what is the biggest mistake that students make this time of year when registering for classes? Uh, mainly, they're taking the wrong classes, um, not planning properly, so not utilizing the resources that are available to them, um, one of which is their degree audit found through NEST. Um, I tend to see my students 
trying to take uh, gen ed courses that they've already completed. Um, they just don't consult with their advisor. So, you know, number one, uh, meet with your advisor, uh, especially before you register for classes, uh, just to get a, a new set of eyeballs on, on your plan to see if it makes sense. The worst thing you can do is be in your senior year and think you've completed everything and then you get a surprise, uh, you know, you apply for graduation. They're like, no, you actually have to complete some other courses. Correct. It, sound, it, it happens uh, more often than you think. All right. So what are some important to do's for registration? Yeah. So going back to using your degree audit, um, plan ahead. So if you're tracking a specific major, whether it be uh, business or communication or uh, any major for that matter, know, know, the, know the prerequisite classes you need before you need some of your core classes. Some students don't plan ahead um, and they, they can't take the courses they want yet. Uh, once again, meet with your advisor. Uh, they can maybe give you tweak your plan a little bit so that it makes a little bit more sense for you. Um, and know when your specific registration time is. It's probably the number one email I get around this time of year. They don't know when they uh, have to register for classes, uh, which is April 16th when it opens for the entire uh, institution. But every student has a specific time and day. Um, for my students, I, I generally service undeclared freshman, undeclared sophomore. They tend to register on the 19th and 20th. Okay. Um, and make sure you come up with some alternate classes because uh, – I was an undergrad student here as well, and it gets very frustrating when your classes are not available and mm -hmm. you don't have a plan as backups. Yeah, we're going to talk about that a little later. Some You did uh, go here and you were a commuter here as well, so we're mm -hmm. going to get to that and uh, talk about how important it is to get those classes. But, you know, one of the things I remember as an undergrad, I was a first-generation college student, so mm -hmm. for me, every term that anyone said was a new term. So. There are some tricky terms, and I know there are things like earned versus applied credits and all of this other fancy, what seems appears to be fancy or intimidating for some students. Could you share some of what those technical words that students should be paying attention to and what they mean? Yeah, so as I was mentioning, uh, April 16th is when registration opens, uh, but it really comes down to your specific time is how many earned credits you have. Um, on your degree audio, you'll see it says applied credits. So what does that mean? Well, Applied is all the classes you have earned credits in plus the classes you are currently registered it for as mm. well. So it could be okay. for, for this semester and for summer. Um, so all you do is you just take your earned uh, your applied credits minus your classes you're registered for. That gives you your earned. Um, I believe the provost has sent multiple emails out with a graph showing what time um, your specific registration is. So... That's one of them. Again, with the prerequisite classes, some of my students don't know what a prerequisite is. It's a course you need to take before you can take something mm -hmm. else. Right? Yeah, that's especially important for those uh, any science major specifically, yes. where you you know you have to take organic chem two, and mm -hmm. in order to do that, you're going to need two or three classes before that. Which kind of I mean, that's two years right there if there are three prerequisite courses beforehand. Yeah, usually a lot of these majors have to be done in a very structured way. So as you mentioned, for a science or any STEM major, bio majors especially. Your math, your chem, and your bio all has to be synced up for you to be able to really move along through. So what are basically, uh, how do students go ahead and meet their advisor? I know students I've never met. Yeah. Once they major, they never see their advisor ever again. How do they go about doing that? Do they just email them? Yeah, so if you're in a major, I'm not sure specifically how you would meet with your advisor, but probably your best bet would be to email them to find out how they do it. Mm -hmm. uh, in CAST, we, we have uh, something called Starfish that's on in your nest and we are found through that and you can book an appointment you see our schedules on there um, when we're available you just book an appointment and come in on that time 
All right. So you mentioned you uh, were a student here. Mm -hmm. So you really you've seen the 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 system on both sides, and I know it was a little yeah. different, but more or less is the same thing. Mm -hmm. So talk to us about what was your experience like uh, as a student, and what advice would you give to a commuter that is uh, is looking to graduate? Yeah. So I was a commuter here as well. Um, I wasn't able to get the same type of college experience I was hoping for because I had to work 40 hours a week while yeah. going to school full time. So um, I had a hard time with being able to stay on campus as long as I really, really wanted to. I wasn't able to join clubs or orgs. So what I found very helpful for myself or any students that could be in a situation like me is to make the most of your time while you're here. So I was able to connect with faculty, with advisors a lot more. I still have those relationships, those partnerships. Uh, one of my relationships turned into a graduate assistantship mm. in the history department here. I was a history major uh, undergrad. Um, and he was my advisor. He's now my mentor in life. Um, and I'm very close with him. And uh, he's helped me a lot throughout the years. So you just never know who's going to turn into one of those long-lasting relationships that could turn into uh, potential opportunities for you as well. Yeah, I say that all the time. Like, you never know when you're going to meet your next boss. Uh, they can be in a room and or a professor, and, and these professors are folks that are in the field, so there is a very good chance that they offer you an internship or know someone. Yes. They have colleagues and stuff like that. So as a commuter, you know, if, you're, if you are working, if you have to go off campus, make sure that you are at least, at the very least, making those connections with your professors and your um, anyone that you come up, your advisors even, as well. And so back to, you know, the importance of being a commuter, you worked 40 hours, couldn't mm -hmm. get involved. Yep. But, I mean, how important is it to have those classes that work around your schedule? Oh, it's, it's, it's paramount. I mean, luckily the job I was working 40 hours a week, they allowed me to move my work schedule around. Um, some people don't have that luxury, so... Registering on time is very key, especially if you have a very, um, you, you know, your work schedule is very, uh, you know, you, you don't know when you can register for classes. Yeah, and stuff like that. yeah, you, yeah. Your very specific times you need. All right. So what was your last question before we let you go? Mm -hmm. And then you can, you know, feel free to plug anything else that you're uh, that you do. So any workshops or stuff mm -hmm. like that. But what was your favorite part about being a student here at Montclair State? Oh, wow. Um I really liked the curriculum that my major offered. I also double minored here. So, I mean, I'm kind of a nerd for humanities. Um, so everything that was offered there, I, I wish I could have majored in. I just didn't, you know, I didn't want to be in school for 20 years. But, um, yeah, I would say the curriculum from my major was was, was wonderful. And all the, the professors I, I um, had a, t a chance to meet and work with was great. Fantastic. Now, uh we can find you. You're in Webster Hall, but yeah. you have a specific cohort. For those that are uh, for your cohort, mm -hmm. how can they reach out for, to you? How can they find you or any of the other advisors in CAS? Yeah, so it's, uh, my email is schneiderro uh, at monkler.edu. Uh, we're in Webster Hall on the second floor. Um, you can find me on Starfish, and you can um, book an appointment if you're one of my students. If not, you know all the other advisors from that office are also on Starfish. And you also told me there's Skype appointments you can make. Yeah, so I've been uh, doing something this year new for, for my, my caseload because I service about 350 students. Um, we're starting to be to mess around with some Skype, and uh, so far it's positive, so my students tend to like that. I love it. Ideal for commuter students, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Don't have to leave their house in yep. order to meet with an advisor. That's so right. Fantastic. Rob, thank you so much for being here, absolutely. and uh, good luck during this uh, this, uh, this yeah, period here. Yeah, busy time. Thank you.
That's all we have for this episode. For more updates and interviews, remember to come back here next week and follow the Office of Commuter Life on social media at MSU Commute and WMSC Radio on Twitter at WMSC, Facebook and Instagram at WMSC Radio. I'm Antonio Talamo, and thanks for listening.